Hey, what's up? Welcome to Death Metal Discharge, episode number 39, the penultimate episode of the Death Metal Podcast by a hardcore kid. I'm the aforementioned hardcore kid. My name is Vince. I'm counting down the Terrorizer top 40 death metal albums of all time, giving my hardcore kid opinion on these classic death metal albums, many of which I'm hearing for the very first time. Today we're doing number two on the list, and that is the self-titled album Deicide by the Florida band Deicide. Now, I'd only heard this record a couple times before today, uh, you know, less than five times, I would say, but I r- remember really liking the record, and I think I know why. Right from the first song, right out of the gate on this record, it's catchy, there's bangers all over it, just an enjoyable listen. The songwriting on this record actually I think is very interesting. It's trying a lot of different stuff throughout each song structure-wise, but the songs aren't disjointed at all. I think in particular what the band's doing with the vocal parts seems like they're bringing in influence from a lot of different types of music. Like there's a refrain on the bridge to the song Sacrificial Suicide that is kind of like uncommon in death metal from like a vocal delivery perspective or maybe the screams on dead by dawn the background screaming in like the breakdown or whatever that song which you know at this time this record came out in 1990 on roadrunner that wasn't really something that they were doing in death metal at this point And, of course, people who know this record well will know there is an interesting production decision on the vocals here. Now, when vocals are recorded, a lot of times the engineer in the studio will double up the vocal track to give it sort of like a more beefier sound. So you get like two vocal tracks and then... They pan them on either side of your ear so that, like, it sounds like one vocalist, but, you know, you're actually getting two tracks of the same vocalist. They do that on this Deicide record, but they also, like, pitch-shifted one of the tracks. So it sounds like there's two guys, like a high guy and a low guy screaming. And it's not like the deathcore, like, kind of shit. It's like constant and it gives it this very unique sort of sound to the vocals. Like I think the vocals are the most standout part of this record. We talk about pop songwriting on this podcast from time to time, even though it seems antithetical to death metal. The song structures on this record don't follow conventional pop writing, but it is like way more vocal driven than a lot of death metal seems to be. You know, I think a lot of death metal is written around like the riffs of the song are kind of like what drives the structure. And then, you know, the drumming obviously filling in with like transitional stuff And I think on this record, the vocals are the one 
part of the songs doing the heavy lifting in terms of the structure as opposed to the riffs. And that's not to say there aren't good riffs on this record because there are really good riffs on this record. But the songwriting is very meat and potatoes. It's straightforward. There's not a ton of tempo changes. Not a lot of soloing, really. There's not a lot of slow parts, either, you know, mosh parts or like the creepy open chord sort of like whole note atmospheric shit either. Like it's a lot of blasting, a lot of go, go, go. So the vocals, I think, are the most dynamic part of this record. They're very catchy. There's lots of repeating vocal hooks. So it's a lot like pop music to me in that way. Although I wouldn't say the songs on here are simple. I just say they're straightforward. They're meat and potatoes. You know, it's discharge. It's minor threat where there's not a lot of shit going on in the song, but it's still a very captivating song because it's well thought out. And, you know, I think the thing with all three of those bands, the two bands that I just mentioned and Deicide, standout vocal performances sort of hook you in on the records. The production on here was handled by none other than Scott Burns. You can tell that if you've been listening to the records that we've talked about so far. Very standard 90s Morrisound production. This is probably the archetypal 90s Morrisound production along with Slowly We Rot by Obituary, which came out in the same year, if I remember correctly. So for that reason, because the production is so familiar, this record kind of has a very similar feel to a lot of other records from the time period. So if you're just doing a cursory listen, it maybe doesn't sound like super unique, but sneakily, I think this album is very unique and has a lot of idiosyncrasies like vocal arrangement decisions, the overall straightforward songwriting, and the drumming on this one stands out to me a little bit as well. There's a lot of blasts, a lot of double kick, not really any thrashy shit on here. I think it could have been a precursor to like Cannibal Corpse. I say could have because, you know, by the time this record came out in 1990, Cannibal Corpse was already a band. Don't remember when Cannibal Corpse's first record came out, but if it didn't come out in 1990, it came out in 91. And then, you know, they're probably already working on demos by this point, but a lot of these Deicide songs were also floating around as demos too. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Cannibal Corpse took inspiration from this. Without doing any research, I wouldn't be surprised if the drummer of Cannibal Corpse was the drummer of Deicide. Like, who fucking knows, man? They're both from Florida. So, my favorite songs on this record, Sacrificial Suicide. I just thought that was a very well-written song. Dead by Dawn. Another very creative approach to death metal song from a writing and arrangement perspective. And then Mephistopheles, just a great main riff and lots of cool vocal shit going on on that record. I've always enjoyed that song a lot since the first time I heard it. 
my final thoughts on the record as a whole, you know, doing a critical analysis, I can see why this record appealed to me when I first heard it the first couple times. Like, it's high-quality, unique, interesting songwriting with filthy production and no bullshit on it. I don't know if I would say this is the second-best death metal record of all time, because that's where it does end up on the list. But, you know, if I were to re-rank these, wink-wink, I'd probably put it in my top ten, and I'm definitely going to revisit it. So, yeah, check it out. Number two on the Terrorizer list. Deicide by Deicide. Check back in next week. We're doing number one finally. Very exciting moment. And, you know, if you've been paying attention to this podcast so far, you can probably guess what number one is going to be. But yeah, let's uh, see if there's any surprises up at the top of the list or if it is what we think it will be. Check back in next week. I will see you guys for the last episode. Bye bye.